Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Dallas and Michael. Dallas, your topic today is if the price of avocados goes down, I buy twice as many. Thanks, now, Michael. I know where you're heading with this. <laughs> you know just, where I'm just tell me what but, you but just you, tell but, me what you But you also think it's fundamentally flawed because you don't it, think I do. So if I buy an avocado and yeah. I eat half of it, yeah. I watch the other half deteriorate in front of my eyes like it's, it's, they, they, so, they basically go bad within half a day so, so so I'll, I'll, it's one I'll, of those things that are to give, I, I, to give people a peek behind the curtain here <laughs> I, I suggested this topic to michael and he said i know exactly what you mean but that is just fundamentally a flawed argument so <laughs> i'm 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 here uh, arguing on the side of why i do this and, and michael's here against it now, i suppose but, you can have avocados at different stages so you, you can, wouldn't be able to buy you so, wouldn't be able to buy <laughs> avocados of the same ripeness. No, no, you'd have to buy them at all different stages. So, so where I'm going with this, I'll, 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 I know your fear is any of these podcasts becoming like an SBS movie with no ending. <laughs> so I'll jump to the ending. The point I'm making here is that in every other area of our life, when the price of something goes down, we use that as a signal to go. Mm. I'll, I'll, I'll have twice as many of them. The, the price yep. is down. they're still just as inherently desirable as what they were before the price went down why wouldn't i use this opportunity to load up so when it comes to investing though people think the opposite of this so if the price of something goes up people then think it's somehow inherently more desirable so they don't they don't Mm. just think it's it's the same amount of you know desire that they have for that thing they think that it is now if something if the price of something has gone has doubled they now think it's twice as good, which it, it doesn't make any sense intellectually. It, it makes perfect sense emotionally. And, and I think this ties back into our thing of people hate to feel silly. So if the price of something goes up and then I buy more of it after the price has gone up, it feels like I, it's a justifiable thing to do. You go, oh, yeah, this, this thing's going up in price. I've bought it. Therefore, the price should continue to go up. It, it's just an interesting, I think, insight that the way we approach anything else, the, the amount of times that we as financial advisors, we've heard people, um, every, every year it's a different thing. So like mm-hmm. last year it was, it was, it was Bitcoin. Should, people are ringing up after Bitcoin has gone from 10,000 Australian dollars to 50,000, ringing us saying, should I buy Bitcoin? Mm. It's bizarre. Like it, it makes no sense. Was, was accumulating Bitcoin ever part of your retirement planning strategy? If it was then the price going up by five times should, should actually mean that's a smaller part of the, part of the puzzle. You, you'd, yep. you'd have to think of it and go, well, they're just way more expensive <laughs> now. Maybe that doesn't, doesn't fit in. It's not how it works. The same thing happens with, with, with property prices. Property goes up um, and people go, oh, geez, this, this, thing's, this thing's gone up. This has doubled in the last six years. Should, should I be buying some of that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... We, unless we have a time machine and we can go back and buy it six years ago, we shouldn't do it. You know, the same thing happens with companies. You know, every every time there's a the latest thing of afterpay has gone up, you know, a thousand percent in five years, or GameStop's gone from fifteen dollars to four hundred dollars a share. 
our instinct is to go, well, it's like it gets our attention and we go, well, it's, the price has gone up. We should, we should climb into that. Now, occasionally you have people going, the price of things has gone down. Should I buy some? But it, but it seems like that's a lot rarer. Like you know, we, we talk about this where if you know if, if NAB shares drop in half or if 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 company prices in general drop by a bit, mm-hmm. we do get some we get some people asking us the question of oh well, prices are down ten twenty percent. Should I should I buy should I buy some more? But it seems like that's much rarer than the other way around, which is that the price of things has gone up. And and the avocado thing just sprung to mind to me to to. As you say, it's maybe a flawed analogy, but <laughs> you know, when when I go to the shop and avocados are three dollars each, I go, oh, geez, I, I like avocado. I, I want to eat avocado, but do I like it enough to buy it at three dollars per? Like, then I think about it and go, well, you know, at three dollars, what else could I do with that? You know, mm. what else could I eat if I'm going to have breakfast every day and have avocado on toast, and and never be able to afford to buy a house, as as the as the saying goes, at three dollars, at three dollars an avocado. That strategy of having avocado on toast every day has to be less appealing to me than a dollar mm. than a, a dollar avocado. If, if avocados go to a dollar, I'm inventing ways to to use them. I'm, mm. you know, having it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm 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 basically buying a heap of them and then going. Well, now I'll think about how to use them up. It, it's mm. it's a fundamentally different way to approach it. And I think in in every other area of it, I think when it comes to consuming things or, or things that we are going to use or consume or whatever people people get it in both intellectually and emotionally they get that I want to I want to buy things on sale because I'm going to need mm. that or I'm going to need something to eat or I'm going to need something to wear or I'm going to need something to drive or I'm going to need to consume that if I can get it at 50% off fantastic like that's that's good yeah look it's always struck me as um as, as as a strange phenomenon that that um, if a clothes shop has a fifty percent off sale, mm. people are attracted to that. Yeah. If the great companies of Australia and the world are fifty percent off, people run away from that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not only do they do they not want to, not only are they not attracted to buying that, they don't. If they hold it, they 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 they. Um, they're compelled almost. Yeah. They're compelled. There's this nature in the side of them. They're compelled to actually get rid of it yeah. at at fifty percent down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, recognise that as the the price of something is dropping, the value is effectively going up. Yeah, you're getting you're getting more value yeah. out yeah, of them. The value is going up, and the risk is going down. The risk is you, going you down. Do you risk that investment by buying it at a cheaper. I mean, price. there's plenty of things you could say. The sting in the tail is has <laughs> been taken out. Um, you know, those types of things. Like yeah. if, if 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 the great quality companies of Australia and the world have fallen by fifty seven percent, then um, has you, to be. You, you have to be closer to the bottom yeah. than you. Yeah, it's yeah, just then, a mathematical then, certainty. You you have to be closer <laughs> than when the price was higher. As as we've spoken about in a, just a recent podcast, um, things can't good quality things cannot go to zero. Okay. So an avocado can't go to zero dollars. Uh, effectively again the flawed analogy is <laughs> I just read an article saying that, that people are just not picking them off the trees basically because they're so cheap but but yeah I'll, I'll, I'll find out so um, <laughs> You've got I, I know all farm. the ways to eat avocado uh, <laughs> when you said before you'll invent ways to eat them I know about these ways um, uh, my best mate he's from Townsville his his, his uh, the, w- the way that life goes he's actually became uh, he's ended farm. up being an avocado farmer in New Zealand so 
um, we get out of when we were when we we're allowed to. We couldn't go last year, but but January of each year, we usually uh, get out of the the heat of the North Queensland summer, fly over, take the whole family to to the North Island of New Zealand where his avocado farm is, and um, and um, what do we eat? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We <laughs> eat avocados. <laughs> So, so I, I know as much as there there can be yeah. uh, for a for a, a non uh, avocado farmer or specialist. I know how to eat them, and I know how when they pick. And it's a very very fussy I was, fruit. I was about to say it's, 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 Jimmy would be coming up with it. He'd he'd be he'd be putting them in his hair, and then I went, no, actually, Jimmy's Jimmy's bald. Yeah. So so um, I digress. Yeah. But but yeah, no. It's always it's it's always struck me as strange that that that. Yeah, people people run and, and run sorry. Well, the point I was on before I digress there was was um, good quality things cannot essentially go to zero. Yeah. So so um, you know the great quality companies. I had a I had a conversation with a a man for the first time yesterday, a prospective client, and um, and he actually told me that he he, he changed his investment strategy during the the coronavirus mm. last year and you know i i i, I was interested of yeah, course and yeah. i said oh why what, did you what, do that why didn't you just write it out he said well i saw ninety thousand ninety thousand dollars come off my super balance yeah and i thought this thing's going to zero yeah and yeah. so so like so yeah yeah and i and i said what you know when you look at what you're investing into why did you think you know yeah. good quality companies could go to zero and he said um, I don't know, yeah. and 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 I said, I, look, I I, th- I think I I think it is, I think it is because because um, your superannuation investments or your investments are reported on essentially one line of an Excel spreadsheet. You yeah. get the, you get yeah. the statement on yeah. one piece of paper usually. Yeah. There's nothing tangible behind. There's nothing it. tangible behind yeah. it. Yeah. So I can I, I can understand. Look, I can understand where people think. Yes, that it is a chance that things um, may go to zero. Yeah. I go back to the example of Woolworths because it's 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 one of the um, most tangible ways to explain it. I think 1925 they started with five supermarkets. Um, in 2021 they have over a thousand supermarkets plus plenty of other retail outlets. Um, yeah. The price can only fall so far. Yeah. The price still of Woolworths today yeah. cannot get anywhere near what it was in 1925 when they had five assets yeah. now that they have a thousand assets yeah. it just can't yeah. so so as the price is falling yeah. what happens is it becomes more valuable to someone yeah. um, to, to investors yeah. and um, sooner or later they're going to snap move in and snap it up uh, a la the, the million dollar property that falls to $700,000 it's not going to get to zero dollars zero dollars someone's no. going to snap it up yeah and, and what they're worried about, yeah. the person snapping up is that they're worried. About, Geez, if I don't snap this up now, someone's Someone going to come in and yeah, and, yeah. and and, and right. cut my grass. So, yeah. I, I think so the, the, the good, <laughs> and, I, and, and I'll probably it's probably a different analogy to throw in here, but just a couple of thoughts I had from from what you just said there, Michael. Is, is car? I think cars are a good example here. You list your car on carsales.com. You know, you got to use car that you want to sell. You list it on on carsales.com. You don't get any bites. You reduce the price. You know, you put it on for ten thousand. You get no mm. bites. You put it down to nine thousand. You put it. At no stage do you think to yourself, "Geez, the price has gone from ten to nine to eight. 
at no stage do you think the, the car's worth zero dollars. Like you know, the car no. is worth something. There, there is a, it's it's a moving piece of machinery. Like it has to be worth something. Mm. Now, it might not be whether it's worth ten or whether it's worth eight or what you have to sell it for, or how you know how badly you need to sell it, how quickly you need the money, all those sorts of things tie into where that price will eventually end up. But at no stage do you think it's worth. Do you, no, no stage do you go. The price has dropped, therefore it's going to zero. So, mm. that's that's the first thought I had there. And and in fact. During uh, since COVID, with all the supply chain issues of new cars, I've had a lot of people that that have sort of gone, "Geez, I, I've got a, I've, I bought a, I bought a, a brand new Toyota last year. I can actually, I can sell it for. Yeah, you know, the price has gone up. Mm. I can, I can actually sell this and and, and make money and go and buy something else cheaper. Mm. So people get it, even with the whether it's with the buying, whether it's the selling of those hard real assets, people get that right all the time. They go, well, mm. I bought. I bought this brand new Toyota Ute for eighty thousand dollars because that's what it was worth to me. Someone actually wants to pay me ninety thousand dollars for this car now. Mm-hmm. Do, do I want it? Do I want it that badly, or should I sell it at that price? You never have it the other way around, where they don't buy it for eighty, and then you know there's there's another global financial crisis, and and you know car prices drop, and an eighty thousand dollar car is worth forty. They don't go, geez, I bought the car for eighty, now it's worth forty. Geez, it's dropped in price. Maybe I should sell it. They just go, no. Well, I bought this car to drive it for the next fifteen years. That's that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to stick to the plan of what I was always going to do there. So, yeah, you don't see anyone panic out of out of vehicles, out no. of houses, no. out of bananas, no. out of avocados. <laughs> no. uh, no. Yeah, like like like, well, like people yeah. are drawn to bargains in yes. those things. People are, people are drawn to yeah. uh, drawn to those things. Yeah. The the um uh, when there's when there's a sale yeah. on for the best quality companies in Australia and the world, mm. people people are people flee. Yeah, people flee. Yeah, and it's interesting. By and large, even, even with even with with property, sometimes people get it wrong, but sometimes they also get it right in some ways. So, so separate to the question of whether you should own um, a property in, in residential property as your retirement savings asset, I would say no, but. Mm. People often get that bit right, where they like the, the next door neighbour puts a house on the market, and they go, "Oh, this this house, th- my neighbours bought this house for five hundred grand. Now they're they're having to move. They're going to sell it for four hundred. Geez, maybe I should buy it." So they they mm. do they do tend to get that right more often. And I think there's something about the fact that it's tangible and real that that people can look at it and go, "Well, they bought it two years ago for five hundred thousand. Now they're selling it for four hundred thousand because they they're painted into a corner." It's still the same house. The asset is still the same. The tenant's still in there paying rent. The, 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 you know, the, the profit or the yield or the whatever you want to talk about is, stays the same. The price, mm-hmm. is, you know, the price isn't necessarily immaterial, but if I can buy that for, for less, that is a better investment at that, at that mm-hmm. price. So the other thing that I thought about, again, to, to bring this back to the avocados, which is what it's all about, was that... You touched on an interesting <laughs> point when you're talking about your mate Jimmy the avocado farmer. Is that I think people th- people think that these sales or that price movements happen in a vacuum. So if 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 avocados are three dollars each, I'm annoyed because I've got to change my diet and because I don't want to pay three dollars mm. for an avocado. But Jimmy's ecstatic. He, he's selling his avocados for three dollars. So yeah. and when the price drops from three dollars to to one dollar. Jimmy's upset thinking, hey, I'm getting less money for my avocados. Someone's on the other side of that trade. So, mm. And this is, you know, we've touched on this before, where you see news headlines going, you know, NAB shares drop from $28 to $15. Mm. 
all that means is that someone bought those, someone was buying shares at $28 and someone was buying shares at $15. Now, the, the guy who's sold them, if he bought at $28 and sold at 15 he's probably really upset about that. Mm. But the guy who bought them off him is ecstatic. So all of these price movements, all of these sales that happen, they're only, they're only sales, they're only occurring when there is a buyer and a seller. So someone is benefiting from price movements either way. And so all, all of the things that you see about when, when assets drop by 40%, it's not, it's not just a bad thing. And, and I think people get that when it comes to, say, first home buyers. You know, everyone's talking about first home buyers are priced out of the market. If house prices were to drop by 30%, most people listening to this podcast would probably be, be pretty annoyed because mm. you know, a lot, for a lot of people, they've, they've, got, they've got property. But if you're a first home buyer sitting at home, you, you'd be rubbing your hands together because you go, right, well, now I get to, I get to buy the thing that I wanted at that, at that lower price. It's not, it's, not, it's not a pure loss from anyone, any of these sort of things that happen. No, and, and the, the way that the financial media reports it is that, is that X amount of billion dollars was lost mm. or X amount of trillion dollars was yeah. lost. And, and you say, well, no, it wasn't, it wasn't lost. It didn't disappear. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, again, you, you know, you, Using your analogy, yeah, I I I bought a house for a million dollars, and in an extreme, yeah, yeah, the price dropped by fifty percent, and I sold it for five hundred thousand dollars. Well, yeah. well, well, no, no one came in and bulldozed half well, the house. Well, no, they didn't, and um, the person that bought it is up five hundred. I'm down five hundred, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. but the money hasn't disappeared. Yes, yeah, it's certainly changed hands. It yes. hasn't disappeared, and yeah. the way that's reported yeah. is that it's just been disappeared, like as in. As if someone's raking up piles of cash and setting fire yeah. to it. So Which I think was another one of your, your podcasts. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a good point too, because like you said, with your, with, your, with your new client who watched his super balance drop by nine, and, and you've touched on this before, this was your idea of a better way to report um, people's superannuation balance would, would be to say, you know, the, the dollar value, the, the temporary dollar value of your super was 600,000. Mm-hmm. Um, you now get, and, and you owned... X amount of shares in this company, this company, this company, and this company. And then if you x-ray it in further, I know you hate the x-ray thing, <laughs> but if I x-ray it in further and went, I own X amount of shares of Woolworths. Woolworths consists of these brands. It has this many outlets of mm-hmm. each of these things. It has, you know, all of these, um, th- these are the profits that they're projected to make next year, all these sorts of things. When I then get my statement, you know, after a 35% drop, and I go, geez, well, my 600,000's turned into 400,000, and, and you turn to page two, and he goes, you still own X amount, this percentage of Woolworths. Woolworths still consists of all of these brands. You know, it consists of all these outlets. It's got all these stores. It's got all this staff, you know, running you through the checkout. You know, in the extreme case, even if their projected profit is likely to be down next year, it's very it's very unlikely that that the that the reason that, that has dropped is because Woolworths profits are projected to be down in ten years time, which is which is when I actually plan to retire. So. Yeah, no, I think it's a great idea, and and I've I've long thought that for superannuation statements, they're not presented the way that they should be. Mm. Um, hey, uh, our local council presents statements better than superannuation <laughs> funds. They they tell me yeah, what my water use is in a bar graph compared to the average. Yeah, yep, of, yep. of of my area, yeah, so it tells me what I'm paying yeah, for, what um, what that consists of. Yeah, it, it's 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 one of those things. I think that's a great idea. Um, anything to to make a little bit more tangible. And I mean, for for those um, listening, yeah, next time you do see volatility, 
just yeah. just have a think about yeah yeah you know, the tangibility of the of the companies that you're invested into yeah the way that I like to think about it is when I go about my day yeah. I think okay how many how many companies that I own have I actually given money to today? And it's a lot. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, and that's that's exactly right. The Woolworth, I mean, we talked about this during COVID when with all the podcasts we recorded about this was that we'd, we'd have a phone call with someone you know, and they'd be driving home from work saying, hey, you know, what's going to happen with company prices? Hang on, I've got to go. I'm just about to pull into Woolworths and, and, and get, mm-hmm. some, get something for dinner. So, so they're worried about... They're worried about the price of that company, but they're about to go on and, mm. and tap their card and, and, and Woolworths is still making a profit. Woolworths is still open and functioning and selling goods and, and doing all those sorts of things. So, yeah, I think that's... It's not the first time we've said this, but I think it's a really useful thing for, for people is to make that as tangible as possible. And whatever that means to you, whatever the, whatever the goods and services are that you go about your, and, and use in your day-to-day mm. life and... In any other area where you do, where you do pick up, where you think about, everyone, everyone gets a bit of a thrill out of picking up a bargain, you know, like mm. whether it's avocados for a dollar or whether it's a, a car that you bought for five grand less than the, less than its you know book value or whether it's you know a house that you, that you that your neighbour bought for a hundred grand more and you bought it off them for for le- you know, that's how we really need to think about accumulating. Our, our best and biggest companies that we need to, to own for retirement. It's mm-hmm. the same thing. Is that when those prices go down, it's a fantastic buying opportunity. It's a sale. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Look, absolutely. If you treat it like that and think about the tangibility of what you are actually invested into and how deep and diverse that is. I mean, like like um, we always talk about, you can be spread across the largest seventeen hundred companies mm-hmm. uh, or the largest. Yeah couple of hundred in australia and the largest 1500 companies in the world relatively cheaply mm. and relatively easy and and that's such a deep and diversified thing that that um uh when that when the yeah when the price drops think of that as yeah. a bargain yep. uh akin to akin to the price of avocados dropping or the or yeah akin to your favourite brand of clothing Going having 30%, 30% off. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.